Test one, two. Okay, we on here? We ready? I don't hear it in my earphones. Matthew Lyle Mooney here. Just a quick update on where we are at. Thank you so much to everyone who has written and texted and shared and let us know that you are enjoying what we're doing here. It has been so encouraging to us as we seek to put these stories of our fragile and shared humanity into the world. Thank you. The first half of season one is out there, three episodes. We hope you like them and go listen to them if you haven't already done so. And now we are hard at work on putting together the rest of the episodes for this season, season one. And we cannot wait to share with you some of the rest of these stories that we are working on right now as we speak. We're working on them, putting them together, and we think you will like them, but they're not ready. And so be sure to subscribe, to follow us on Instagram. It's at The Atypical Life or follow along at theatypicallife.com. And we will be letting you know when the rest of season one is ready for your listening pleasure. And today, while you wait patiently, some bonus content that we hope you will share with some kids in your life. Shh. Gotta be quiet. Is that you, Anders? Today I am sharing a children's story I wrote that we turned into an audio story for you this week. It's called Fib, A Seat at the Table. That is P-H-I-B, not fib like the lie. Fib, P-H-I-B, and it's based off of one of my favorite stories in the Bible, 2 Samuel chapter 4, you have to skip forward to chapter 9 to get the whole story. It's a story of Mephibosheth, which I changed to fib in the story so I can actually say it. And just a quick note, I'm going to use the word lame to describe a disability. Important for you to note that that is not a word we would use today, but it is the word used in the text of the Bible from which the story is taken, and I hope it will spur conversations of how words matter when discussing disability and they evolve and there are ones that we use and ones that we don't and before we get started with our audio story i brought in jenny to help explain why we think it's important for children to have conversations about disability because we hope this story might be a way for you to begin to talk about differences about attitudes about disability all of it as many of you are aware, Jenny and I have a daughter, Lena, with profound autism, and I call Jenny Lena's interpreter. One of my favorite things to do is when I'll be like playing at a park or even like walking at Target or anywhere like that and um, with Lena, and I actually really love it when kids kind of stare at her. I have numerous nieces and nephews. Um, these are also... Lena's cousins and the ones that are close in age to her have grown up with her as a peer but what's really cool is ones that are a little bit younger than her and they um, one in particular my niece who is five came up to Lena this summer and kind of looked at me and looked at her and said why does she, why does she do this and would just ask so sincerely she wasn't uncomfortable with it she was fine with it. She just wanted to know why Lena would do certain behaviors that she did. And I got to tell her her brain works differently than yours. And she gets to do this to talk while you do this to talk. And I just got to see over the course of a few weeks with my five-year-old niece who 
just became kind of enthralled with Lena and would just want, would see her just like she saw anybody else because it had been explained to her in that way that she was like everybody else. She just expressed herself differently because kids have this curiosity about them that when I get to explain to them what she's like, it becomes so normal to them. They're like, oh, sure. I understand that she's mad. She doesn't have words like I do. Cool. Okay, she does that. And then they just kind of move right on. And it brings such normalcy to them. And it's so great for kids if, I think, from an early age, if they understand the beauty and uniqueness and differences, then it carries, it'll carry with them. Oh me, oh my, the story starts, it's hard to know just where. All stories have so many parts, and this one I love to share. Just know that all I say is true, go look it up yourself. A story greater than but few that sit on any shelf. I took the time to write it down cause I could scarce conceive a beauty such as came around and topped all make-believe. Saul, the king of Israel, had himself a son, heir to the throne and kind as well. His name was Jonathan. Now Jonathan, when just a boy, had a close and trusted friend. They played and fought over every toy and the next day did so again. You may know of whom I speak round here all know his name. David, the shepherd boy, was meek, but enormous grew his fame. David, who grabbed five smooth stones and made the giant a bag of bones. The one who, when his sword did rattle, overcame our foes and won in battle. David, a boy of whom all took note. A man after God's own heart, they wrote. Handpicked by God while he was young. All Israel his praises sung. David, just like you and me, had problems all his own. Who knows what God must see? Not merely flesh and bone. Where others saw a measly small shepherd boy tending sheep, God looked down saying, that's not all, and made a promise he would keep. While others looked right on by and could not see a thing, God looked down and saw within and chose David as a king. Now David, while the king to come, had one problem in his sight. Old Saul was still the king and more than willing to pick a fight. King Saul, what a mess he had become when before he had been wise. Wanting David's life to end, he had jealousy in his eyes. This made two friends, who by now were men, most sad and full of grief within. David grew in strength and might as Saul's heart grew dark as the darkest night. It's It's time time we meet, though I am not not the subject subject of this tale. I worked as help in Jonathan's house. My name is Abigail. I kept the house and cleaned the place, kept always lit the flame, that kept it warm within the walls, and then the baby came. Jonathan had a baby boy with quite a difficult name. It was my mistake that changed his life and created so much shame. As a babe, he was so dear and I tended to his crib. They named the boy Mephibosheth, but we shall call him Fib. Who can say that other name? Not I, nor any other. 
Fib, he was called by all his friends and even by his mother. Oh, Fib, I came to love him so, as if he were my own blood. He'd sing and play and put on a show and was quite the little stud. He was wild, I'll say, as wild as can be, but always full of care. Rare was a day without skin knee, and Fib never washed his hair. He'd stand in front of the kingdom and strike quite a kingly pose, pretending to be the king himself while wearing the real king's clothes. Everyone from far and wide knew the grandson of King Saul. His name was known by many folks before he'd done a thing at all. Try as I may, I cannot seem to let go of the mistake that I made one day. Our enemy had delivered a blow as a guard burst in to say, Everyone must go right now. They have conquered our King Saul. To them they will demand we bow. They are coming for us all. Saul was dead, and Jonathan too. The Philistines had won. Terror struck me as I knew they'd come next for Jonathan's son. With panic, I ran to his room for the boy who was being sought. Scooped Fib up on the run and fled to avoid his being caught. As we ran, I held on tight, just as tight as my arms could bear. My hand slipped, then Fib fell to the road and his body was laying there. Oh, cursed the day I felled the one that had been entrusted to me. I held him close till his cries were done as we continued on with our flea. We ran and ran to make our escape as his cries became more of a wince. Found a hideout in Lodabar town and have been hiding ever since. Now I wish I could say that the fall on that day did no harm and it all turned out okay, but... That is not true. What else can I do but tell you the rest and be honest with you? The fateful day had been most unkind to his legs that were never the same. No longer called Fib far and wide, but now the boy whose two legs were lame. Fib grew to a man as we hid from David the new king on the throne. Now a man and no longer a kid, others showed hearts as cold as a stone. When Fib shuffled into a place, folks would jeer and begin to talk. They called him a dog to his face for his legs that would no longer walk. Others would not acknowledge at all the one they called a wretch and walked the other way down the hall as though he had something they could catch. And I watched as the next in line to be king became a man whom no one saw. The same mouths that the maker's praises sing called Fib unclean as they held to their law. Then one day came news from the palace on high. King David sought Fib, and we feared we knew why. And so Fib was taken from Lodabar to bow down at King David's throne, threw himself on the floor after traveling far as the life he gave up was his own. O oh, king, I'm called a dog by many. No one even uses my name. Please show grace, if indeed you have any, to the man whose two legs are lame. But the man after God's own heart did not want Fib's life to end. He saw a man in whole, not in part. David saw in Fib a friend. So King David decreed on that day that Fib would be restored. 
and if anyone had something to say, they could meet with the mighty king's sword. While others saw a measly small shell of a man who was broken, God looked down, saying, That's not all. Every man is a word I have spoken. While others looked right on by and could not see a thing, God looked down and saw in Phib a son of the Most High King. No matter your legs or your looks, it's not that you are able. The king sees the worth of a person and welcomes them all to his table. Where others see you, a measly small little kid that someday will grow, God looks down saying, that's not all, I made you and want you to know. While others look right on by and cannot see a thing, he sees us all, every single one, as sons and daughters of the King. And as God does, he turned for good a story that was sad, of how we can treat others different from us in a way that is very bad. We are all different, yet all alike, each boy and girl from birth. Through fib we know all are on purpose and have value of infinite worth. As always, if you liked it, subscribe, share all about it with everyone you've ever come in contact with. Gather kids around and listen to Fib and have a conversation about it. That would be a dream come true for us. We cannot wait to share the stories from season one that we are working on right now. But until then, we love you.